Welcome back to the show, everybody. Appreciate you guys all tuning in. Hope you guys are all doing well. And thank you guys for all the support. And uh, on today's show, I just want to really quickly go over things that I think would be really quick and easy upgrades to your bike. Just quick little bolt-on things. And then, uh, so I got six tips for people. These are mostly little things that I see running a bike shop that people are coming in and doing to their bikes or wanting to do to their bikes. Three of the things are super easy, quick, bolt-on, and affordable. Can be upgraded and put on your bike pretty much immediately after you purchase it. And they'll help your riding experience. The other three are a little bit more pricey, a little bit more in-depth, and probably a little bit more down the road once you start getting a little bit more experienced. So that's what I want to go through on today's show. Real quick before I get into that, I want to let everybody know this next Thursday, July 8th, we will be putting on a class in our Farmington location. That's at 200 West Main Street in Farmington, New Mexico. It's free class, and we just want to real briefly talk about getting into mountain biking. Um, so it's really going to be kind of geared towards people who have just bought their first mountain bike, who are kind of new, wondering where to ride, things to look at and maintain on their bike. So just a really quick 15 to 30 minute um course with quick q a at the end and yeah we'll just be going over things like what you should carry on your ride things you should be maintaining on your bike regularly like lubing your chain checking your tire pressure before you go ride things like that also be giving you guys some tips on apps to download and other rider groups that may be putting on group rides in the area um, beginner trail systems for you um, to help you get out on the trail and have a little bit better riding experience so Come join us next Thursday, July 8th, 7 p.m. Everyone's invited. Q&A at the end. So, um, yeah, just come hang out with us. Okay, with that, we will get into number one. Grips. Grips are a pretty easy upgrade, pretty affordable. And OEM grips that come on your bike, they could be kind of a hard plastic. Not all the time. But a lot of the time, they could be a harder plastic, a little harder to get grip on. If you ride without gloves, they can leave blisters. And if you ride with gloves, they could just feel a little bit slippery. So grips are a quick and easy upgrade. I, Two of my favorite grips, I really love the Deity Lockjaw Grip. This is a uh, half waffle, half diamond so it's got like a real smooth top surface and then the bottom side is a waffle so if you're leaning back trying to do wheelies manually manuals or even going down a technical section and you gotta lean back on the bike a little bit your fingers fingers can still grab the waffle part of the grip and you get good good uh, good grip there so grips are my first um, tip second is pedals same goes with pedals OEM pedals they can come a little bit slippery not really any kind of, a, of a, a, like a spike or surface on there to keep your shoes kind of stuck to the pedal from slipping. Because when things get rocky and steep, your shoes, your feet have a tendency to kind of slip around on the pedals. So you want something that has a really good uh, kind of something that's going to keep your feet stuck to the pedals pretty well. So they're not bouncing around when the trail gets a little bit rough. Also, a larger platform um, helps with stability and uh, keeping your feet planted on the bike and just making you feel a little bit more stable and safer on the bike. Um, 
My favorites are Crank Brothers Stamps. It's just a composite pedal. Um, they make them in aluminum too. They're just a little more pricey. I also like the Tag. Um, I believe it's called the... Man, I don't even know what they call the Tag ones. Made by a company called Tag Metals. I think it's the M1 or T1 nylon pedal. And that's really good. Those are two of my favorite favorite flat pedals. Um, and then Clips clipless shoes that'd be like a clipless pedal would probably be a whole nother conversation especially if you're really getting into new 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 to mountain biking third tip would be tires tires are something that can really enhance your ride quality so you can be really specific with the terrain you're on um, for around the four corners area i don't necessarily like a really um, aggressive tire to me they just feel really soft on our single track and they kind of roll too much in the corners and so I like to reserve those tires for places that I really need to get grip on. So if I'm riding up in the mountains, doing any kind of bike park stuff, lift assisted stuff, racing enduros, that's what I like to save the more aggressive tires for. Um, so for around here, I really like a more medium tire. And uh, But I guess that's getting a little bit too specific. Someone just beginning, uh, the reason you'd like to upgrade your tires is because a wider tire can just offer a lot more stability and traction, especially in the front. Uh, I like my kind of sweet spot is a 2.6 in the front, so 2.6 inches wide with 2.4 inch wide tire in the back. So you're gonna have to really make sure that those will fit into your fork and your frame. Really common setups that'll fit on almost any bike is a 2.5 in the front and a 2.3 in the back, or even a 2.25 in the back. So that's going to really help your ride. You can run a little bit lower tire pressure with that, and uh, you're just going to get much more traction, no matter the uh, whether it's an aggressive trial, trail tire, like medium trail tire, or even just a fast rolling tire. Uh, so those are my three quick tips. Getting into a little bit more of the spending money side, tubeless is something really common, something we see a lot of. Some wheel and tire setups can go tubeless. Some can't. A lot of the questions I get from customers is why go tubeless? Uh, tubeless is really going to help those annoying punctures go away. So if you run over cactus, goat heads, um, you know, thorns. In our area, we call them goat heads, but I know a lot of other people call them bull heads or thorns. So to keep those away, um, just all the little annoying uh, punctures that will normally uh, flatten the tube, it, it helps with that. Bigger punctures, it does help still sometimes, but not all the time. So I like tubeless just because it gets rid of those little annoying punctures and uh, set up properly. They'll hold really well. You shouldn't have to worry about changing sealant too often. About every six to eight months, definitely every like four to six months, you want to check it. And uh, But most sealants will last a good eight months before they evaporate. Uh, but that goes under just periodic maintenance. You should definitely be bringing it into your local bike shop or doing it yourself, just giving your bike a good run through every you know four to five rides. So tubeless setup is something I really like and really recommend. Um, lately, we've been selling a lot of Tannis. So this is just a side note. This ain't one of the tips, but we've been selling a lot of Tannis inserts. Um, a Tannis armor, I guess, is the proper term for it. And the Tannis armor is a chunk of foam that goes between the tube and the tire. And that's been really offering a lot of protection against goat heads, stickers, and stuff like that. So we've been seeing a lot of success with that. And then we'll put a little bit of uh, 
sealant in the tube just in case something does get through the tire, the tannis, and the tube. There, we throw a little bit of sealant in there just for a little extra security. And those have been doing good. They're about 40 bucks a tire, so they're a little pricey. So just a side note there, if you don't want to run tubeless but you're sick of stickers and stuff, the tannis armor is a great option for you. Um, okay, dropper seat post. Dropper seat post is a big one. Um, those of you who aren't sure what a dropper post is and why it would enhance your ride, uh, dropper seat post is just a simple lever on your handlebars and it lets your entire seat move up and down. So when you're going to a steep climb or a steep descend and hitting some jumps, you can simply push the button on your handlebars and sit down and your body weight will press the seat all the way down and then you let go of the button and your seat stays down and then you can go hit your jumps go down your steep sections and ride a little bit more aggressively or safer without that seat coming up and hitting you in the butt if you do happen to go off a small drop or hit a small jump uh, you'll be safe and you'll be able to lean back and maneuver and move around move your body around on the bike without getting out of control or kicked over the handlebars and then when you're coming up to a climb or you get back on a flat surface, you just pop the seat back up by simply standing up and pushing the button. Pops all the way back up and you're good to ride with the proper extension on your legs and you're on your way. So you can kind of just see how that's gonna enhance your ride quality. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, enduro racers like that because they have to go up the steep climbs and then they have to race the steep descents. Uh, so it just eliminates the hassle of having to lower your seat up and down on your ride or find that perfect spot where you can still climb and descend safely. Um, so yeah, dropper seat posts are a big one. Uh, again, a little on the pricey side, dropper seat posts can range from probably, mm, well, we get some in for like 145 125 range. We even have some as low as $105, uh, really really decent seat posts and then you know they can get as expensive as 250 350 400 dollars depending on how much you want to spend on the dropper seat post um my favorite so far um just due to like the ease of the remote and just the functionality and everything i really like the sdg talus dropper seat post that's been one of my favorites um the race face effect has also been one of my favorites um and i think those are the two that i've I've really taken a liking to the most. So, yeah, check those out. Um, let me see. One by conversions. We'll throw we'll throw one more tip in here. So, tip number six. Actually, I lost count, so sorry. I don't even know what tip I'm on. One by conversions are a big one. So, on the older bikes, you'll have three chain rings in the front. Two sometimes. And then you'll have anywhere from like seven to nine speeds in the back. This is what people refer to as like a 21 speed, 18 speed or something like that. This eliminates all your chain rings in the front and you get more of a range in the back. So this leaves you with only one shifter and only one chain ring in the front. And so this is super handy. This is something that we do quite a bit for customers. Um, it just makes riding so much simpler, makes your bike look so much cleaner. Plus you get to shed a little bit of weight off your bike and, uh, yeah, just so much more simpler. Lately, we've been using two companies for these upgrades to keep the price down for customers. And one company is called S ride. We really like their stuff. Um, it shifts really smooth and it's very affordable. 
and so we're really big fans of the S-Ride stuff. We also have been stocking the MicroShift Advent stuff, and that's been really good. The Advent, the Advent X is their 10-speed, and I believe it's an I guess I'm not going to get into numbers and stuff and start confusing people, but it's a really good range in the back. So S-Ride and MicroShift Advent, really good stuff, really affordable, works really well. Um, usually with parts, labor, and everything, as long as your cranks can accommodate it. And if your cranks can't, we do carry a really, really affordable crank set that can accommodate a 104 chainring. Uh, we can usually get people on a one-by drivetrain right around the $200 mark with parts and labor. Um, so that's something to really look forward to, and that's something that's really going to um, enhance or better your riding experience. Um, third tip, I just kind of threw this one in because we've been selling a lot of these lately, is oval chain rings. Um, the oval chain ring is your front chain ring is like an egg shape, and so it's... Uh, kind of elliptical is kind of the other term for it but what that does is it's going to kind of feather in your gears and it's almost going to get when you're in one single gear it's going to kind of give you a it's going to kind of like feather in your cadence so i'm probably like just murdering like torturing the terminology here but um, i'm running them on my bike i've rode one with one rode one without one i like either way I have no problem riding with one or without one, but when I do ride with one, I do notice that I shift a lot less, and I also, um, I just feel like I'm just able to keep a little better cadence all the time, so it's not so much that I'm able to, uh, like I can't ride without one, I just, uh, riding with one just makes me feel like I can get up and over the quick little punchy climbs and in and out of corners a little bit without having to shift gears um, so it gives you just em enough to to not have to shift into that lower gear, that higher gear. You can kind of pedal through the corner and pull yourself out or just pedal up that little punchy climb and keep yourself going. Um, so, yeah, elliptical chain rings are something to look for. Pretty cool stuff. Um, but, yeah, with that, uh, that's it. So thank you guys again for listening. And I hope you guys have an excellent 4th of July weekend. Uh, again, thank you guys for supporting the shop. If you guys have any questions, uh, my personal email address is below. Feel free to email us, ask me any questions. Be happy to answer them on the podcast. If you have any ideas for a podcast, any topics you'd like us to cover, uh, just just write your, uh, your emails to that. Um, but yeah, other than that, you guys have a good one. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time.